Hello, my friends, and welcome to Motivational Moments with Maria. I'm your host, Coach Maria, and thrilled that you are here today. Okay, the purpose and intention of this weekly podcast is to bring you some thoughts, some ideas, some frameworks to keep you on your journey to live a fully productive, vibrant, and joyful life. As I love to start the week off with a question, and here is my question of the week. How many times a day, how many times a day do you allow the evil distraction monster to take over your productivity? Now, a recent study stated that over 75% of employees surveyed feel distracted throughout their workday. And some said they were distracted like 90% of the time. Now, that's huge, huge. Imagine Imagine, my friends, what might happen to you if you were equipped with some insights on how to handle these evil distractions that keep you from achieving and completing the vital priorities for your day. Noticed, I hope you noticed, that I said us, that that keep us, and I didn't say you, because I too fall into the category of allowing distractions to take me out of my daily flow. So let's dive into this a little bit. Now, on average, we are fending off the evil distraction monster 56 times a day. Not 10, not 20, not 30, but 56 times per day. Holy Toledo, that's a lot of wasted time. Now, the most common distractors are the phone, gossip, email, and then too many meetings. Now, what do all these distractions do to you? Well, that means that you are spending over two hours per day getting back on track. My friends, what could we all do with two more hours in our day? We could get done a lot more. Now, we're constantly running around saying, We don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. When in reality, if we could control the evil distraction monster, we could accomplish so much more. Now, psychologists say that there are a few key distractions. The pain and challenge of our own mind. In other words, self-inflicted distractions. And that could be burnout, burning the candle at both ends, working too hard, or allowing our mind to wander too much. Now I just said too much. Second thing is, then there's the pain and challenge that others bring upon us. Now remember the time when someone came to you with a problem and you took it on. And I call that taking on someone else's monkey. Now that monkey quickly went from their shoulders to yours And guess who let it happen? Oh, you did. And then there is the pain and challenge from the world around us, everything that's going on in the world. And here's what I know. Now, we have the ability to respond differently to both the pain and challenges of others and the world. And we can take some steps for our own evil distractions and warding them off. So here's some tips. First, Number one, we simply must change our response and clarify. So let me give you a simple example. 
Let's say your boss comes to you and wants something done today. And your mind is already thinking, how the hell am I going to get this done with everything else I have on my plate? Rather than being silent, I would love you to ask more questions. Don't go into panic mode. Remember, clarity is power. And rather just agreeing to do the work, think about doing the following. Ask a question. Dear boss, this is what I currently have on my schedule and the projects I am working on. Which one would you like me to prioritize for today? Now, this simple statement and question is not being obstinate. It's simply gaining clarity on what the priority really is. Then you can adjust accordingly rather than just taking that monkey, or I call it the gorilla on your back, and you feel more in control and the distraction is warded off because you're controlling and you've asked some questions for clarity. The second thing, and I talk about this one a lot, we, we need to structure how we work and you can determine what's best for you. Now, psychologists say that our brain, our human brain, only has an attention span of either 25 minutes or we can push it to 55 minutes. That is why I've always recommended that you cut your meetings to, you know, 25, 30 minutes and take five minutes to stand up, stretch, hydrate, take your eyes off your phone, take your eyes off your computer. Your eyes need a rest too. If you're near a window, stare out of the window into the distance or go outside and just stare at the sky for a while. Now, if you're having an hour meeting, cut it to 55 minutes. Then give that five-minute break before you have to head into your next meeting or Zoom meeting to reset. This really one practice will help you gain more energy and focus throughout your day. And for me personally, now my one-on-one coaching sessions are scheduled for 45 minutes. And they usually, I'm done you know, at the 50-minute mark, and then I take that extra time to debrief, take my mindset break. So I'm fully present for my next client. So I stretch, I hydrate, I go to the facilities and I will either go out and look at the beautiful sky or the distance. So that little step will help you. Those five minutes, you can get a lot done. Then here's a third one. This is a good one. So listen up. Teach me how to treat you and let me teach you how to treat me. This is really, really a critical one because when you explain to someone what your expectations are and, of course, vice versa, the distractions from others lessen. Remember, remember, let's go back when we were all working from home. There were so many distractions. And because your significant other or your children were home, it was a free-for-all. So we had to set ground rules. And I know we had to do it in my household because I am notorious for asking questions without even thinking about what my poor husband is doing. So we had to set some ground rules. When he's working, he's working. I don't interrupt him. When I'm working, I'm working. And then we agree we're going to meet at a certain time. So we now have a pretty good schedule when both of us are working. I said, and then there's an, here's another example. When I am working with my clients, they know 
that I do not like to be sent long and hairy, audacious text messages. I tell them my preference is email and I will respond accordingly. There's a couple of reasons for that. Now I have something that I can put on my calendar as a reminder to respond and it doesn't get lost and I can, you know, get that done. And I control when I respond and I don't have to get distracted with what I'm currently doing. And statistics show that more errors happen when you are distracted and that it takes you twice as long to finish the task. That's not a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise to you. Remember what I said earlier, two hours a day get lost with the evil distraction monster. Now that's a lot. Here's the fourth thing I want to ask you. Do you ever get bored with what you're doing? Of course, we all do. And that's when we have to work on our mind. Now, instead of going immediately to social media, pick up something you're reading, pick up a book you're reading, or pick up a new book and start skimming through it. You know, I often get asked, hey, what book are you reading right now? And my answer is several. I have about four or five books on my desk and I pick one up. Maybe I'll read a chapter. Maybe I'll read a page. And when I get tired of one, I go to another. That simple switch of the subject will refocus your mind. And it's the same thing with podcasts. You might get tired of hearing my podcast, so you go listen to another one. And I know you're always going to come back. You instinctively know when you need to listen to something different for a change. So it's really a great tip because what you're doing, and my hope is that you're reading something educational or listening to something educational. So think about it this way. Replace your education with more education, not crap on TikTok or Instagram. And what you don't do is you don't turn on the television and let that outside world in to keep you distracted. Think about this as planning your own distractions. Okay, I'm bored right now. I'm going to go take a five-minute, ten-minute reset break. So I'm not going to turn on the TV. I am going to read a book and it's going to redirect my mind to get back on track. And I know this is, you're not going to believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Quit being so. The fifth thing is stop being so hard on yourself. Stop beating yourself up when you do get distracted. Know that you're going to bounce back. Let it go. Let it go, my friends. Find the good. Listen to yourself and be aware of the actions that you've been taking towards your better self. And I talked about this last week and giving yourself some grace. So... When you can't be perfect 100% of the time. No one is. But what I do know, in order to fight off the evil distraction monster, just like the great Santana song says, you've got to change your evil ways, baby. You've got to change your evil ways. So you can ward off the evil distractions. And here's another thought I'd like to leave you with this week. It's a challenge. I'd like to challenge you to take one day, one day off from all social media. Are you up to it? No, really, are you up to it? Now, I was going to suggest a week, but I could feel through this, the, the radio waves, I could feel all of you tensing up. But try it for one day. 
you will be amazed how much more you get done and how much more you learn because you're replacing education with education when you do get bored. Now, my friends, you know someone that needs to hear this message. So what I'd love you to do is go ahead, hit the share button so you can make a difference for someone else and give them the gift of these little tips and insights. So let's go ahead and share that now. And thank you, my friends, for joining in. And as always, stay focused, stay positive, and have fun. And no matter what you choose to be, do, or have, do it with purpose and passion.